Welcome back, everyone. What a month we had in October. Almost made me think we were back in 2021 again. The S&P shot up more than 8%. VIG, Vanguard's Dividend Appreciation ETF, rocked an even better 9.96% return. And my top 15 list from last month finished right in the middle, up 9.24%. There's an old saying that investing in the stock market is like taking the stairs up and the elevator down, which essentially means that the market goes up slowly over a long period of time. But when it comes down, it comes down fast. I think the stock market of the past two years has thrown this analogy out the window, because lately it seems like the swings are fast and hard in both directions. Given that we have no control over the market, and trying to predict which way it will swing tomorrow is a foolish strategy. The next best thing to do is focus your time on finding quality businesses trading for attractive prices, that you can buy and hold and ideally be rewarded with above average returns in the future. My watchlist of the top 15 high growth dividend stocks is how I start this process every month. The main focus of this watch list is to find the best combination of quality and value. I believe this is the optimal long-term investing strategy for building wealth. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The chosen stocks for November have an average dividend yield of 2.34%. They have raised their dividends at a rate of 33.2% during the past 5 years. And based on dividend yield theory, collectively, they look about 40% undervalued. This month we have 4 technology stocks, SS&C Technologies, Monolithic Power Systems, LAM Research, and Texas Instruments. 1 healthcare stock, Cigna. 5 consumer discretionary stocks, Lowe's, Domino's Pizza, Best Buy, Advanced Auto Parts, and Tractor Supply. 3 financial stocks, T. Rowe Price Group, Morgan Stanley, and Intercontinental Exchange. And 2 stocks from the materials sector, Ball Corporation and FMC. Most of these stocks do not have attractive dividend yields. But the name of this watches is not the top 15 most attractive dividend yield stocks. Here, the primary focus is on dividend growth, and growth of the business as a whole. Because if the company isn't growing, guess what? That dividend won't grow much in the future as well. The list is built on a strict screening process, and the stocks that pass the initial screener are then ranked against each other to narrow in on just the best ideas. For November, a total of 112 stocks pass the initial 8 filters, and the 15 companies I just named beat out the rest to make the top 15 list. The dividend yields range from a high of 5.15% for Best Buy, to a low of just 0.87% for monolithic power systems. T. Rowe Price Group also has a strong dividend yield of 4.42%, with Morgan Stanley looking pretty decent as well at 3.77%. Advanced Auto Parts and Texas Instruments are both just north of 3%, and the remaining 10 stocks are all sub-2% yielders, with the exception of Lowe's that has a dividend yield of 2.11%. Cigna and Advanced Auto Parts have the most impressive 5-year dividend growth rates, of 151% and 68% respectively. While these rates of growth are impressive, they are not sustainable. LAM Research has grown its dividend on average at more than 30% per year during the past 5 years. Also very impressive. We have 7 more stocks on the list with a 20% plus 5-year dividend growth rate. SS&C Technologies, Morgan Stanley, Monolithic Power Systems, Intercontinental Exchange, Bull Corporation, FMC, and Texas Instruments. The remaining 5 stocks all have dividend growth rates in the teens, with all but Tiro being in the high teens. In addition to a strong dividend growth rate, each of these companies has also grown its revenue and earnings during the last 5 years. They all have attractive payout ratios, economic moats, and great management teams. And best of all, dividend yield theory tells us they are all potentially undervalued right now. 
The undervaluations range from a low of 17% for LAM research to a high of 83% for advanced auto parts. Although the large potential undervaluations for Cigna and advanced auto parts are not very accurate, you see dividend yield theory is a good valuation technique for companies with stable dividend growth histories. Seeing how both Cigna and advanced auto parts accelerated their dividend growth recently, their potential undervaluations are skewed, as the current dividend yield for each company has increased very quickly, leaving the trailing dividend yield in the dust. On a positive note, if you like either of these businesses, you can buy them today and get a much more attractive dividend compared to just a few years ago. In the end, no screening process is perfect, and perfection is not the intention of this list either. I don't just blindly invest in every stock that pops up here. I use this list as a starting point each month. I'll scan for any new stocks that I don't know or haven't seen here in a while, and then I'll investigate further. I want to know what this business does. Does it do it better than its competitors? And how the industry as a whole operates? Most importantly, I ask myself, do I think this business has the potential to continue growing in the future? And does the valuation today actually make sense, or is it a value trap? The list doesn't change much from month to month, and I let the process do its thing and pick the stocks for me. For example, on the November list, only 3 of the 15 presented stocks were not part of the October list. They are Advanced Auto Parts, Monolithic Power Systems, and Texas Instruments. The 3 stocks that were part of the October list, but did not make the cut in November, are Home Depot, MasterCard, and Visa. In the beginning, I quickly mentioned that October performance was quite strong. Let me expand on that a little. I started tracking this watches 26 months ago, and October was the second best monthly return. The only better month was November of 2020, with a return of 10.74%. The watches did not outperform VIG in October, and is trailing the ETF over the past 3 months. However, it does have a better 6 month and 1 year return. Year to date the watches is trailing VIG by 9 basis points, with a loss of 12.32%. Since inception, which was 26 months ago, the watches is up 24.42%, or 10.61% on an annualized basis. It's doing better than VIG, that is up 18.5%, or 8.15% on an annualized basis. The watches is also outperforming SPY, the popular S&P 500 ETF, that has a return of just 14.33% over the past 26 months, or 6.38% on an annualized basis. Let's take a quick look at the individual watches returns from October, to see why it underperformed VIG. 6 of the 15 chosen stocks finished October with a better return than VIG. This means that 9 of the chosen stocks had a return that was lower than VIG, and as a result, no alpha was generated. The best stock from October was Tractor Supply, that had a return of 18.23%. Not too far behind was Visa, that finished with a gain of 16.61%. And in a close third place we had Cigna, with a 16.43% return. MasterCard also performed very well, gaining 15.61%. The two other watchlist stocks that beat VIG were FMC with a gain of 12.49%, and LAM Research with a gain of 10.6%. Out of the 9 watches stocks that underperformed VIG, the best return came from Best Buy that was up 8%. SSNC had a decent month with shares rising 7.69%. Home Depot also finished admirably with a gain of 7.32%. Domino's Pizza returned 7.11%. Intercontinental Exchange gained 5.78%. Morgan Stanley gained 4.98%. Lowe's gained 4.37%. Ball Corporation gained 2.21%. And Tiro finished dead last, only up 1.1%. So while all of the watchlist stocks had positive returns in October, many came up short of the broad market and Vanguard's popular dividend fund VIG. During the past 26 months of tracking this watchlist, a total of 66 unique dividend stocks have appeared in the top 15 list. The average return in October for all 66 past and present watchlist stocks was an even 9%. The best 5 were Lockheed Martin with a gain of 25.99%. 
JP Morgan with a gain of 21.55%, Advanced Auto Parts with a gain of 21.48%, Rollins with a gain of 21.34%, and Deere & Company with a gain of 18.55%. So Tractor Supply, that was part of the October list, came really close to cracking the top 5 list in October, finishing just a few basis points behind Deere & Company. In addition to tracking all past and present watches stocks on a monthly basis, I have also tracked how each of these companies has performed since they first appeared on the watch list. Let me talk about the long-term results briefly, and then I'll wrap up with the buy and hold portfolios. Of the 66 past and present watches stocks, 39 have positive total returns, and 27 have negative returns. The 2022 red market has certainly claimed many victims, and the high-growth focus of this watch list has been beaten up more than average this year. However, I still think the overall results are good with 59% of the chosen stocks generating positive gains. The best watches stock to date has been ADP, with a gain of 81.76% since first joining 26 months ago. In second place, we have United Health Group, with a gain of 70.42%, and 21 months since joining the watch list. Third place goes to Northrop Grumman, with a gain of 65.03%, over a 26-month period. Three more watches stocks have gains of more than 50%. Tractor Supply is up 58.94%. Charles Schwab is up 57.49%, and Progressive is up 50.45%. We have only one watches stock that is up more than 40% since joining, and that is Humana with a gain of 48.74%. Six watches stocks have total returns in excess of 30%. The best one is Lockheed Martin, up 38.15%. Cigna up 37.64%. Rollins also up 37.64%. Costco up 36.74%. Cintas up 36.66% and CDW up 33.67%. With the exception of Cigna and Rollins, all of the watches stocks I just mentioned can be considered long-timers, as all of them first appeared on the watches more than 20 months ago. Cigna made its first appearance just 8 months ago, and Rollins one month earlier. Nine watches stocks have total returns in excess of 20%. They are Dollar General, MSCI, Bank of New York Mellon, Intuit, FactSet Data Research, Amphenol, Check Henry & Associates, Graco, and Accenture. Seven stocks are currently sitting north of 10%. They are Lowe's, U.S. Bank, Deere & Company, TJX Companies, Expeditors International of Washington, and Advanced Auto Parts. And finally, we have 10 more stocks that are still in the green, but only have single-digit total returns. They are Northern Trust, Home Depot, BlackRock, Best Buy, Fastnell, Microsoft, J.P. Morgan, KLA Corporation, NVIDIA, and Texas Instruments. There are 27 watches stocks that are sitting in the red. 12 of them are down less than 10%. They are Sherwin-Williams, Visa, Roper, FMC, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, MasterCard, Applied Materials, SiriusXM, Monolithic Power Systems, Moody's, and Blackstone. Seven more are down more than 10%, but less than 20%. They are Intercontinental Exchange, Lamb Research, Domino's, Tiro Price Group, Comcast, West Pharma, and Activision. Three watches stocks are down more than 20%, but less than 30%. They are SSNC Technologies, Starbucks, and FedEx. Interestingly enough, no watches stocks are in the 30-40% to 40% loss range. But we do have five stocks that are down more than 40%, with two of them actually being down more than 50%. The five watches losers are Skyworks Solutions, that is down 43.7%, Ball Corporation, that is down 48.25%, Lithia Motors, that is down 48.83%, Market Access Holdings that is down 54.28%, and the worst stock is Paramount Global that is down 57.77%. The average return for all 66 stocks is 7.88%, with the average duration on the watch list being just shy of 20 months. 
Of the 66 stocks that have appeared on this watch list, I personally own 44 in my portfolio, or about 67%. So I do utilize this watch list pretty extensively, and probably more so than the high yield watches I also share with the world. Okay, so I did mention that investing in all of the stocks presented each month is not what I do personally, and it's probably not the best strategy to follow. But just for curiosity, I have been tracking how such a strategy would be working out. I started one of these buy and hold portfolios in 2021, and another in 2022. The strategy is pretty simple. Invest equally into all 15 chosen stocks each month, reinvest all dividends back into the issuing stock, and never sell any positions. That's it. The portfolio started in 2021 had a pretty strong October, returning 9.65%. This was a little bit lower than VIG's return, but it did beat SPY for the month. Since January of 2021, this portfolio has a total return of 13.52%, compared to 8.62% for VIG, and just 5.92% for SPY. So thus far, it has performed quite well. The portfolio holds 54 unique positions, with Charles Schwab, Tractor Supply, Lowe's, Home Depot, and Humana being the five largest. The best performing stocks in this portfolio have been Northrop Grumman, up 75%, Progressive, up 51%, Lockheed Martin, up 44%, United Health Group, up 43%, and Rollins, up 37%. The portfolio started in 2022 performed slightly better in October, with a return of 9.68%. But this also came up short of VIG. Year-to-date, this portfolio is not doing the best. After October, it has a loss on the year of 14.85%, compared to a loss of 12.23% for VIG, and a loss of 17.73% for SPY. So the portfolio is beating SPY, but it still has a ways to go to catch up to VIG. It's been a rough year in the market, and 10 months is a relatively short track record. I intend to keep running this list and tracking the results for many more years. I'm very curious to see which stock will be first to break the 100% return threshold, and to see how things look 2, 5, or 10 years down the road. I know that we can sit on the sidelines for a decade to fine-tune our investing strategy, so my advice to you is, keep things simple, invest in what you understand and what makes sense to you. Don't focus too much on past returns, or what some clown on YouTube, me included, is telling you. Make your own decisions and don't look back.